This is your host, Tammy Turner, and you are now listening to the Tierra Talk Show. We bring you rare interviews with the makers of Disney magic. Whether they be singers, actors, imagineers, animators, they've all made their mark on the Disney name. To find out more about the show and other episodes, head to our official website at www.thetierratalkshow.com. Be sure to look below at the show notes in the show more section for links to our Twitter and Facebook pages, including videos and websites mentioned in the following interview. Photos and audio clips that are featured in the show belong to their rightful owners and are used for educational purposes only. All guests' opinions are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the opinions of the Tierra Talk Show or the host. The Tierra Talk Show is not associated with the Disney Company. Thanks again for tuning in to this week's episode. And from all of us here at the Tierra Talk Show, have a hoop-de-doo day. I'm excited to welcome this week's Tierra Talk Show guest, actor Dina Waters, to the show. Welcome, Dina. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad to have you on the show for our third week of the Halloween celebration month that we're celebrating. Listeners will recognize you in the 2003 Disney film, The Haunted Mansion, portraying Master Gracie's sweet maid, Emma. And your character in Ezra, the butler, portrayed by Walls Sean, have a great on-screen chemistry as ghosts. And I was just wondering, during the audition process for this film, were you also working alongside other actors besides Sean to begin with? Well, when I auditioned, I just auditioned by myself with a big uh, green screen behind me. And then, um, and then after I got the part, we did a lot of um, sort of makeup tests and um, and kind of old age makeup and stuff. And then it was the first day of shooting that I actually uh, met Wally Sean, who I, I was a fan of for for many years anyway, because I did a lot of theater in New York. So it was really exciting to meet him. <laughs> Um, but a, a lot of it, we were just you know on set with green screen and and. Um, they built this humongous uh, mansion uh, for the interiors, and then the exteriors were shot, I think, two or three hours north of Los Angeles um, in a kind of like an old Victorian, New Orleans-style mansion, which is really fun. I, I love the effects sets and costumes in this film because they're just big, extravagant, and fit the theme so well. And I'm glad that they went all out for it because with Haunted Mansion, you have to go all out. It's such a popular ride at the Disney parks. So it's great to see that. So did you get a chance to explore each part of the set from Master Gracie's Library, which is one of my favorites, I think it's so pretty, uh, to the mausoleum, to the dining room? Oh, it's magnificent. Yeah. I have a lot of personal photos from that from that shoot and they're just so incredible. I mean, um Rob Minkoff who directed it um went, you know, all out and hired some of the best um designers and costume designers and so and a lot of them were uh, if not Oscar winning then at least nominated. Um they really put a lot of money into into the movie and um and they they wanted to do a good job with it, <laughs> as as we all did. <laughs> so I hope. I mean, I do get recognized at Disneyland a lot. So I I do know that there is some love for this film, even though there was some criticism too. But I, I'm glad that a lot of people like it. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about that because there is a lot of debate about the film that it's not true to the attraction, that it only features specific characters for a short time that are quick little cameos, which it does. But um, I also I tell people, I say, well, first of all, let's compare Pirates of the Caribbean with the attraction. 
that has nothing to do with the attraction. It also has small little cameos, and some people argue, you know, maybe it was, you know, directed better or put together, had a better script, whatever, but still, it's still the same comparison, and this was like the fourth, I think this was the fifth film that Disney had done on an attraction, so, you know, I feel that it is a great film. I really do enjoy it, and it's great for kids and adults. I think they were trying to make sure they it wasn't too scary, which it was at some points, but it still had that lightheartedness that I thought Eddie Murphy and the family brought, and also uh, the characters of, of Ezra and Emma. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a really hard um, line to, to be on, is like they wanted it scary enough to give you chills and, and thrills, but they didn't want it to be so scary that kids were going to you know, freak out or get too scared. And then there is that element of the ride, too. It's so fun, even though it's, you know, maybe scary the first time you go on it. It is, it's supposed to be funny and fun. So I know that the tone of it, with just even hiring Eddie Murphy and um, a lot of the comedic actors, they, they wanted to kind of have every one of those elements in place. So I think it was a high bar. <laughs> Exactly. And the ride really doesn't have a good script itself. The ride is kind of over here, over there. It has Madame Leota. It has a bride in the attic. It has many different things. So when you're thinking about it before the update in 07, when they kind of incorporated some new technology to it, that um, it really didn't have a, a good script. So, you know, taking from that you know, and putting it into film is not easy at all. I can I can clearly understand that. I love behind the scenes things. So I love reading about how difficult it is to make a film. And of course, there will be people who, you know, won't appreciate certain Disney films. I completely understand that. But I'm on the side of I really do enjoy the film. I love the characters. And I actually wanted to know if there were any deleted scenes that you really enjoyed filming and thought that they would have been great to be inserted in the film. There was a very, a much longer chase scene when we were in the when Wally Sean and I were in the um you know elevated hearse uh, thing with the invisible ho- horses or whatever there was a very long <laughs> chase scene with a lot of scary creatures coming out <laughs> I think they cut that um not only because it was probably a little too scary but um it was just a little too long I think they wanted to keep it at a pretty clipped pace so uh, that's the one that comes to mind. I do remember on the set flying a lot, and I can't remember what I was flying for, but it, it, not a lot of it ended up in the in the movie. <laughs> but it was fun to fly around. I felt like I was in Cirque du Soleil or something. <laughs> it was fun because Marsha had to fly around in the wedding dress too, so she had that difficult task. Because I know sometimes it can it can hurt to do that. So she's flying. Eddie Murphy's in this chair that rotates around and around a table all day long with a green screen talking to Madame Leota. And I love the bloopers. Uh, you can find bloopers on the uh, on the Haunted Mansion DVD. And it's fun to see all you guys laughing, having a good time with the script. It's kind of strange to see Terrence Stamp not be serious uh, because you just see him as serious as the butler. Uh, but I was wondering if you have any fun, fun stories that you'd like to mention, some bloopers that happened maybe that weren't captured on film but off screen um the the one that comes to mind not any bloopers or anything but what I really remember was um the boy who plays Michael the young boy Eddie Murphy's son uh, played by Mark John Jeffries he um was just a kid at the time and um he was hilarious behind the scenes he was always cracking all of us up and um 
he was pretty young. I, I think he was like maybe 11 or t 10 or 12, but he, he was small for his age. And um, he was a stand-up comedian and actually booked a gig at one of the comic clubs on Sunset Boulevard while we were shooting. And he invited all of us. He printed out little flyers. It was so cute. And <laughs> handed them out. And um, and I was like, oh, gosh, I had a baby at home at the time. I was like, I really can't go out to see a, a late comedy show. <laughs> but thanks for the invite. And then sure enough, I said, hey, how'd it go? And he's like, Eddie showed. I was like, what? So Eddie Murphy showed up at his comedy uh, gig at, on Sunset Boulevard. And I thought that was so oh cool. Gosh. I mean, he was a really nice guy anyway. I mean, I didn't hang out with Eddie Murphy a lot, but he's just such a nice person and, and such a professional. But um, I was really impressed that, you know, a star of his caliber showed up at this kid's you know, stand-up comedy <laughs> routine. <laughs> but we, we had dinners together, you know, and um, every Friday night, the the cast and the crew, um, whoever wanted to stay afterward, because we usually um, got out at a reasonable hour, uh, would stay and do karaoke. A big karaoke machine would be brought in, and, <laughs> like, all the crew and the cast would come and kind of, you know, dare each other to sing certain songs. And, um, and that was really fun. It was a really sweet bonding experience, too. What did you get to sing? I ended up not singing. Oh, <laughs> darn it. <laughs> but I clapped a lot of, of everyone else. Yeah. Was, any, was anybody anybody surprise you who went up to sing? Oh, I think I think at one point the biggest surprise was just our, our director, Rob Minkoff, who is <laughs> such a good sport. And I don't remember what it was, but I don't think it he sang quite on tune, but um, he was such a sweetheart to get up and, and kind of get everyone else to get up. Um, it was cool. And, you know, he, he's, you know, most famous for directing The Lion King, of course. So he's a big, big, big time director, very successful. Did you get to go to the premiere for the film? And, and if so, what was that like? Oh my gosh, the premiere was so incredible. They had um they they rented out the El Capitan uh, movie theater in Hollywood which, which is what Disney usually rents out for their their premieres, but they had all of these characters, they had characters dressed up as me as uh, Emma the Maid and Ezra the Butler and all these ghosts <laughs> around and they had this huge tent in the back parking lot. It was it was the, just the biggest tent I've ever seen decorated in all kinds of Halloween stuff and floating heads and ghosts flying over and, you know, big cauldron of some bubbling punch or I don't even know what it was, but, and, you know, the food was, you know, your typical, um, eating food. some brains, some yeah. eyeballs, <laughs> there was eye definitely eyeballs. Yeah. Definitely eyeballs <laughs> and some fingers here and there. Yeah. It was, it was such an amazing fun time. And um, and everyone showed. It was really, really fun. Now, there's been a lot of talk about a new Haunted Mansion movie coming out about the Hatbox Ghost, who was originally, for listeners who do not know, was originally put in the uh, Haunted Mansion attraction, but suddenly removed because the effect didn't really work. So that's been really on the shelf, off the shelf, green light, red light, back and forth, back and forth. Are, are you excited for this type of thing? Because it seems like it's going to take a different turn from what the movie that you made, The Haunted Mansion with Rob and Eddie Murphy. Yeah, I love all things Disney. I, I'm just a, such a huge Disney fan. I think if they wanted to remake that, I'd be all for it. And now that I'm a mom and with 
my, my kids are older, I have an eight and a 12 year old. I know that, you know, it's something that I would probably want to bring them to if it wasn't too scary. Because Haunted Mansion ride is one of their favorite rides at Disneyland. Do you have a favorite room slash ghost in the Haunted Mansion attraction? Oh, gosh, I you know, it gets me every time. But when you're when you're leaving, and you're in the buggy, and you know, a ghost appears in between you and your, whoever you're writing the thing with. Like, I just think that gets me every single time. It makes me so happy and delighted to see which ghost is going to show up in our, in our doom buggy. <laughs> um, I, so that's probably my favorite part. Although it's all so incredible. And I like what, what I like a lot too is it, um, the holidays. I don't know if, if anyone hasn't been there for Halloween, they do it up so much, and it's so extraordinary. And even for um, the in December for Christmas holidays, they 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 just really kind of revamp it and put in all these extra decorations, and it's super cool. So if anybody hasn't seen it, I really highly recommend it. In fact, I already have my tickets to uh, the Mickey's Halloween party. Oh, are you dressing up for that? Oh, you have to. Yes. You know, last year we went as like a 1950s couple. And um, I think this year we're probably going to go as vampires. I don't know. (laughs) But we try to do a family theme. But now my older daughter doesn't want to dress up with us. She wants to do her own thing. So it's just my husband and I. We'll think of something. I know Ezra and Emma are featured in some fun behind the scenes uh, activities on the Haunted Mansion DVD. Did you film these portions during the making of the movie or way after its theatrical release? Yeah, we we shot that afterward. It was um, near the time of the premiere. So it was um, several months afterward. But they wanted, um, the idea was to give a tour through the house. And they thought, well, who better to give a tour than, you know, the maid and, and butler. So, and of course, we said yes because it was so fun and we just kind of made up a lot of stuff on the on the spot to you know of different rooms what and there's I think different hidden doorways and back passages and um we tried to make it fun so I have some Halloween questions for you so we'll first start out with what is your favorite Halloween candy oh gosh that would be the candy corn and the least favorite Halloween candy Ooh, black licorice. Favorite Halloween song? Monster Mash. <laughs> I love that one too. Uh, <laughs> most embarrassing Halloween costume? Oh gosh. Um, oh my gosh. This is silly, but for some reason, when I was five years old, my mom, she made me a costume of an ear of corn. And it was basically a paper bag over my head. And with the ears of corn kept falling off because she just kind of taped it off. <laughs> So, yeah, after that year, I started making my own costumes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But an ear of corn was my most embarrassing costume. And your favorite non-Disney Halloween film? Um, You know, I don't know if it's considered a Halloween film, but I love E.T. And they have a Halloween sequence in there that's so amazing where little E.T. is dressed up as a ghost and you know (laughs) i just love that whole sequence and now we have three questions that i always ask my guests they're called the mickey donald and goofy fab three questions so we'll start with the donald one so as a child what disney film would you always like to watch over and over again I remember watching Freaky Friday over and over and over again. The one with uh, Jodie Foster, right? Jodie Foster, of course. (laughs) Yeah. I remember watching that over and over and over again. And so much so that when um, I was an adult, 
I, my husband was up for a directing job for that, and I begged him to do it, and he ended up directing that, the remake of Freaky Friday many years later with uh, Jamie Lear Curtis and Lindsay Lohan. In fact, I have a small part in, in the, um, the, the remake of Freaky Friday. The, um, he cast me as a talk show host. It's sort of a last-minute thing. There was an actress named Penny Johnson who was supposed to do it, but then she was on a, a TV show called 24, and the, the day before she said, you know, they need me to shoot tomorrow, I can't do the film. And so he, it was a last-minute thing, and, and Mark, my husband, was like, I'm, I'm in a bind, can you come in and do it? And I was like, sure. And our goofy question, what Disney character do you think would be your best friend if you met them in person? My my best friend would probably be Minnie Mouse um, because she's loyal and fun and she knows what it's like to, you know, have, you know, a boyfriend or a partner who's, you know, a lot of people love and, you know, a lot of people <laughs> love my, my husband's films and stuff. So I think she and I would relate quite well. And our Mickey question, if I asked you to name any Disney song at this very moment, what immediately comes to mind? M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-S-E. Good night, everybody. (laughs) Are you currently doing any other Disney projects right now? Not right now. I'm working with my husband again on a new pilot for for another, um, you know, company. But uh, I love Disney, and I would would absolutely say yes to whatever because I love their quality, and I love the whole family aspect of all their shows and in fact a little known known um, fact about myself is when I was a kid I actually auditioned for the the remake of the Mickey Mouse Club the 90s one or it, no even earlier I think it was in the 70s or 80s I don't know but Lisa Welchel got my part who was you know Blair from Facts of Life so wow. she got it <laughs> but I, I mean that's how long I've been a Disney fan let's put it that way thank you so much for coming on the show and and do you have a website or a Facebook page that listeners can like or follow just to stay in touch you know I mostly just do Instagram and my little can follow me there or across the globe it's Dina Spivey Waters um, D-I-N-A-S-P-Y-B-E-Y-W-A-T-E-R-S Thank you again for coming on the show. This was a lot of fun. I'm sure Emma and Ezra are doing quite well um, at the mansion still hanging out. Thank you for your time. This is a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you, and happy Halloween. Halloween. <laughs>